everyone, this is the Easy Allies Podcast. I'm your moderator, Kyle Bossman, and joining us this week, Michael Damiani. Hello. Michael Huber. This is... And Brandon Jones. Hi. Huber, I never... I never committed to the is until you commented on it nice and then i was like you know what i'll, I'll command that is for the rest of this show's it. tenure yeah, well done I, I do i'm like uh it is unusual to stress the is but I, we stick to it w is exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, oh yeah are you all ready to play and for that reason mm-hmm. okay i have to admit uh i kind of caved in on the conceit of and for that reason um previously these are people pitching us like comedically bad video game ideas right this one i just like and i kind of think this person knew i would just like this idea uh this comes to us from dominic from australia good evening easy allies we've all played racing games and stopped to scour the tracks for easter eggs and shortcuts how about a game where you stop racing to accept lengthy witcher-like quests from bystanders (laughs) all from the comfort of your go-kart so who's in Huge sprawling RPG where you are just driving around in a go-kart. You know, I've been playing Burnout Paradise uh, Remastered lately. It's my Mm -hmm. favorite racing game of all time. It's an open world. uh, But I think this is is taking that concept one step further, which I really like. So for that reason, I'm in. Michael Damiani. Wow. It's an intriguing concept. I'll give it that. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I kind of want to, I do want to ask my question. Sure. I need to know about this. Mm -hmm. I need to know, is it going to be a seamless, like, open world? Or is it, like, to go talk to these NPCs? Or are they, like, segmented off zones, like their own courses, and just, like, quest NPCs only tied to that course? You, there is no uh, loading between courses. There are race tracks. But most of the NPCs you'll find will be on a sidewalk or waving you down at, at a fast food restaurant. But there are NPCs hiding in the woods where your go-kart will go slower, but you have to just work harder to go find them. Okay. Um, still unsure about whether helping him out is going to improve your time. This is a racing game. True. This, yeah, this is a racing game. Fair. Yes. And honestly, the, the, the more I hear about this, the more I think that this is just a regular open world game with a vehicle you can hop in and drive around and talk to NPCs. And honestly, a racing game, I like the frantic nature about them. I, I want more ingenuity in the course design, in the, the types of items. The like, I want more Mario Kart. I want more Burnout Paradise style. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Jones. Do you leave the people on the curb, or do they get in the cart with you and go with you while you're doing these missions? There are some uh, people who will ask to come along. Okay. And you may choose whether you'd like to let them ride or not. Great. There is a risk of them falling off. Ah. Two words. Crazy taxi. For that reason, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Right to it. Yes. Great. All right. uh, Let's begin corrections music, please. Mice can absolutely get on counters. Of course. This was confirmed by an exterminator. It's like, yeah, they they can. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, mice I, I wasn't go sure. really mice anywhere they want. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently their claws are very if sharp. there's a will, there's a way with mice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one, one commenter brought up that Goku and Smash would be fine not flying because he doesn't fly in the Tournament of Power. So, sure, he'd be fine not flying in Smash Brothers. Perfect. Wait, yeah. which one's Tournament of Power? Uh, it's the most recent arc in Super... Okay, stop. Okay. 
Uh, <laughs> no spoilers for Damiani. Really weird thing. Everybody in the comments loves the idea of Goku being in Smash Brothers. Yeah. 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 Did you talk about? It was about... unanimous. It's crazy. Is this a bit? Is this no, no, no. It's a bit. I saw his eyes. I'm getting better at reading his eyes. That's it's a good. bit. The reason you had me, Kyle, <laughs> because he's never that genuine, even when he's telling the truth. Yeah. You know, he's it's, you get you get the soft, kind exactly. eyes. Exactly. Like, hey guys, you know. I thought what? he was gonna bring up the the thing about I Forbes free talking cookies about for you. You're like, like, get out of here. No, the no, Forbes no. article, like people asking Nintendo, where's Goku? No, we got a lot of flack for thinking Goku. That's alright. He's not a video game guy. It's fine. Uh, Villager has one punch move. That was a correction because I said Villager doesn't punch. However, that's it. You got one punch move, and that's just proves my point. You have a Smash character, and one of his moves is punch, and everything else is like flopping around with sticks and umbrellas, <laughs> like making holes that incidentally hurt the people. Like, that's just. <sighs> that's the kind of correction that misses the point of the argument I was trying to make. He's not a good Smash character, and she is not a good Smash character. Uh, the ARMS characters do have different movesets. This is always stressed, and something that I, I kind of uh, uh, dismiss about ARMS is that the characters all seem the same. Apparently, they're very different in how they actually play. Like, they have more jumps or slowing down time and things like that. So I want to acknowledge that. Give ARMS its fair due and correct the music, please. So my favorite way to start a podcast is a game announcement. We had a game announcement this week that... Uh, doesn't thrill me. It's not that kind of game announcement. Rise of the Tomb Raider was officially announced mm. this week. I, I like that suspense. Mm. Like, we all know the news. We all remember this happening. But, like, yeah. by, its, by the time it's Tuesday, we kind of forgot it happened. Oh, of course, every time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, Rise of the Tomb Raider, uh, we saw... Uh, let me get through the details first. It will come out September 14th. That's the release date. The full reveal will happen on April 27th. Not too far from now. Mm. Uh, and it will come out on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One on the same day. Panel, what do we see of that game this week? whole lot of nothing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Very little. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to think. Very little that holds really any significance for me in the Tomb Raider universe. Mm -hmm. That that There's absolutely nothing in that trailer that makes me think, they're going there? Yeah, what was She's going to do what did this? We, what did we see? We saw what we've seen from their advertising of the last two games, which is her going through some kind of natural environment, jungle, forest, mountain area. Getting hurt, sliding. Right. Yeah. A lot, little running. You know, maybe yep. she's running from people or, you know, uh, monsters or whatever, like uh, other, you know, people with weapons. Supernatural beings. Uh, and then she gets to the top of a mountain and sees some temple or something in the distance that she's going to go explore. And that is what she does. That's the, that is... A normal day in the life of Lara Croft. So yes. using that to be like, this is the third game. We're taking it to this level does not uh, resonate with me at all. I'm sure it's going to be great. I love the first game, didn't play the second one. So it's not a slight against what I think the game is going to be. It's just surprising to me that there oh, was... Oh, it's just a bad teaser. There was nothing. Even it's the simply bad just, Even the teaser for Rise, which I was not a huge fan of, had the her talking with the psychologist. So I love that. Get a sense of her yes. kind of grappling with, with who she was and, and what how much of this would be dangerous for her. Because it was different, there, man. We've never seen reckless. that before. You know, yes. It felt like she was kind of going overboard a little bit. And I was like, ooh, I'm, I'm eager to explore this. And then they actually dropped that whole storyline by the time the game came out. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember if just in the, in the language they've been using about the game, they said that like she's finally going to become the Tomb Raider or if they actually said that in the trailer itself like did that text pop up that's like get ready for oh and, and for the rise the final yeah. yeah i don't think so i mean this is the end of a trilogy right like we're getting that but yeah i don't think they're like laura is finally laura i don't think that was the sell uh it just felt like uh they threw this out there to coincide with the movie release 
straight up. Oh, just Huber, build a little hype, you know what? get the movie release hype, You're right. <laughs> and then do the full trailer down the line once there's a little more space in between them. Maybe I'm being too harsh on it. Maybe it's just like, look, we are, our hands were forced. We had to do this. No, I, yeah. I, I get I get it all, but yeah. it still kind of de-hyped me in a weird way because yes. the tease, you know, it it got leaked before, which is such a bummer. I didn't so. mention that. That's totally true. Yes. So that... You saw it off like a projector screen or something. Yeah. yeah so you that, saw somebody walk by in the middle of it. Yeah. So that killed the hype. Yeah. And then we finally get to see it. And then the teaser is just nothing. So then I'm just like, okay, whatever. So it's kind of like a whatever feeling now yeah. versus like, a, oh, I want to see it. I'm excited. Granted, I'm sure the full reveal will be awesome. But Are you, are you sure of that? I think so. I mean, again, the last two were great. And I think like... In in this moment, I'm not that excited, but I think seeing a full full on trailer will be will be great. Damiani, and games are looking so good right now. I it's gonna that, look good. I think that full on trailer. Well, the thing is, I think that what we saw the teaser is mostly CG. I wonder if mm-hmm. at April 27th we're seeing most mostly CG. It yeah. better be gameplay. Better yeah, be gameplay. if it's not, if that's not, yeah. if it's not gameplay, that better define crystal clear for me what on earth Shadow of the Tomb Raider means. Like, what, is someone chasing her? Like, is this? Did she do something that she's now? You know, gonna pay the price for. Ooh, what I does love that, that. Mean? consequences. If I don't have any sort of even a hint <laughs> at what that means, that sucks for me. <laughs> it's like yeah, a I mean, bummer. Damiani, what do they have to show on April twenty seventh for people to care this fall, this crazy fall that we have coming up? It is nice. It's in September. I think we can talk about its release date being good. But what mm-hmm. do they have to show on that trailer to impress people? I mean, uh, be clear that I haven't played either of the previous two, so sure. Um, so they, they got to sell you harder than anyone. Yeah. It, it, it's a little odd to ask. I mean, I think Brandon kind of like said a little bit of what they need to show off. Is this something that isn't what has been expected so far? Something that isn't like you hear or see Tomb Raider and you see the traditional environments and traditional activities, Lara Croft doing the same thing you would expect her to be doing. They need to have that hook. Like Brandon coming up with like the backstory to like shadow the Tomb Raider was like, it's probably better than what we're going to get in the trailer. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good. Hey, Brandon right there. But um, yeah, it just needs that hook. It needs something that's going to get people talking about it. And to get people excited. Like, did you see that she can now do this in this one? Or, oh, she's got like a sister or something. Like there's like a new sister. Wouldn't do it. I don't. Sister would bomb. Yeah. Sister, sister would not bomb do or, it. Like there's like a rival or something. I don't know. Something that like raises the stakes for her not just like the yes. danger of going to the tombs like it needs to be that like this is the hardest thing she's ever gone after but also like there's someone as good maybe better than her also going after it something to make it rivals like, are good very like high drama need yeah. some high drama there well, I, I, i'm sorry i, just, I like the idea of, of she did something wrong you know it'd be, it'd be oh, neat yeah. it'd be neat to have a line for in the trailer where somebody's you know it's like this, this person's relentless and they're following us you know like they i don't know what's wrong with them and have a line from her where she's like they have a right to be mad at me. Like that's I I screwed that person over to get what I wanted because I'm I'm headstrong. I've I've survived these two incredible experiences, so I'm not really afraid of a lot anymore. And so it'd be neat to kind of see her just kind of get out a little out of control and give us a little have breaking. Have her friends bed. try to reel her in and be like, yeah. whoa. I would you know. love a massive scale and scope, like globetrotting adventure, huge like hitman style areas that you go in you know whether it's that tackle gi- for multiple angles exa- you mean, like a giant temple god of war style that you go through and puzzle solve to like a giant mansion gala ball art exhibit so like different type of you know 
exploration and, and set pieces in that sense. I, I like that you brought up God of War because that first God of War gameplay reveal, uh, that's what I need on the 27th. Yes. yes or yes, or yes. at least a, uh, like a tease of that and then you, the full thing at E3. Like, sure. Okay, cool. Like, we'll see a good just, just raw four minutes of mm-hmm. like, whoa, you know, starting yeah. somewhere. And I can't believe in just four minutes we got to that point. Yeah. Do we want? I think we should talk about September 14th for a second, actually, because this is a AAA huge title for Square Enix. Uh, well, they have Kingdom Hearts coming this year as well. Uh, but yeah, they said well, it's September. Okay, we're not going to get fight with anybody. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna be the the earliest of fall that we could possibly be. Basically, Smart. yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that oh, yeah. decision yeah, for sure. I think it's got the best chance for survival <laughs> in a in a place where Rise of the Tomb Raider had no chance of survival. If you want to play Red Dead, you can play this too. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. While you're waiting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's really encouraging. Uh, the team's probably stressing out like crazy to get it ready in time. But yeah, I think that's a good date anyway. I think Absolutely. It's yeah, and then, uh, I, yeah, I wonder if they show, like, a full gameplay before E3, then what would they show at E3? If there's, like, some expanded multiplayer thing? Because the last game had those weird card, oh. the card modifiers yeah, that you man. could, like, speedrun levels, and that ended up being a bust. So. Right, even though they weren't, you didn't have to use them, you still collected them yeah. in a single player? It's so strange yeah. to me, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. I do honestly wonder how they'll monetize it. Mm-hmm. That is a thing. That is that is a factor of the decisions that they're making currently or, or have in the past. So, yeah, I do wonder about that, Huber. Mm-hmm. Remember, like, the bear from the first game? Remember that reveal? Like, oh, no, the bear. Yeah, like, just, in, like, the, in, the, in the snow and stuff. Like, it'd be neat to have the 27th lead up to the bear or something of that equivalent comes out of a cave. Give us a tiger again. To yeah, be continued. Cool. Whoa. Yeah. And then maybe at E3, they show that fight multiple different areas where it's like you can tackle it this way. You can skip it. You can, you know. To maybe just take one one thing and show many facets of it. Yeah. But to, you got, we got to get to gameplay quick. You can't. Like, I also. We're, we're the third game in. You cannot sell us on concept because it's like you're selling us on a concept of a reboot of a game we've been franchised. We've played for 20 years, like mm-hmm. 30 years. I don't know. You know. Yeah. I also we demand to see double pistols. I yes. demand it. We haven't gotten there, have we? Uh, it is time. I, the conclusion of the yeah. first game ends with double pistols. Yeah. And then it's like, eh, we're, that was, you know. Yeah. We're not going to really keep that up. So I, right. I finished. The, both of them, I, but I don't even remember the second. Like I don't remember the second one at all. <laughs> and that, it, like, I enjoyed my time with it, but yeah. I don't really remember much about it. I just yeah. remember a lot of snow, a lot of mountains. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's funny. Like we, d- <laughs> if they abandoned like the 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 father storyline and just picked up two guns and put in dinosaurs, we would forgive them. And I don't think they realize that. We'd be fine with it. It'd be okay, you yeah. know. Like the, you have fans of this new franchise of this reboot, but we'd all forgive you if you put dinosaurs back in. I think. Yeah, well, we'll see, we'll see. And uh, yeah, I do think I do expect it. Like I would, you know, I love extended gameplay trailers. Yeah. Um, just weird. Uh, this one does not have the Xbox launch that Rise of the Tomb Raider had. It needs a Doc Brown Spider Monster. It needs it. Yes. Big time. Yeah. Because the first one, like the cultists. Yeah. That whole reveal can I'll never forget that. You know. Yeah. So. Well, the whole re- I, I what I think of is the boat falling apart. Yeah, and you just see her beat up and yeah. scared. Yeah, that was it was a, a different angle on Lara Croft. That I think seen before, her yeah. friends and close ones being scared of her is to me is the, yeah. the three pointer. Nice Johnson nice. trilogy. You know, I for, love that for, for her to have become something to have to have become something that she once feared and hated to accomplish just a her ruthless goals. killer, and then really really realizing like <laughs> what 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 do I want to be? Like, do I want to keep this up, or you know, is this turning me into you know uh, a bad guy? Shadow of the Tomb Raider. 
It's good. Uh, one thing we've learned that we love to talk about on this podcast are the NPDs. Yes. Yes. Uh, these are the sales data of each particular month in the United States for video games. For some reason, it's just a blast to talk about. Love them. NPDs. Uh, well, all right, Hubert, do you want to talk about hardware or software first? Uh, let's do hardware first. Okay. Software is way more fun. Great. Okay, cool. <laughs> so the best-selling console of February, what do you think it is? Nope, PlayStation 4. Okay. Can't stop that PlayStation 4. It's a best-selling console of February. Um, best-selling console of 2018, uh, you know, sticking with that. However, an interesting fact about the Switch, it had the fir- best first year of any console ever in the United States. Wow. Yeah. Mario and Zelda will do that for Mario you. and Zelda will do that, yeah. We wonder if it'll have the best second year and the best third year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that's a historically successful console. That's pretty crazy. Absolutely. Well, yeah, for sure. I fear, though, that the I, I dread the momentum like falling off. They've done nothing to prove. Nintendo's done nothing to prove that it's going to go that direction. But there's always like in the back of my head, I always have this weird thing that like this is the like the, it's just gonna happen. It, the shoes, other the shoes, just gonna drop, and it's gonna be like we've been through it. Yeah, it, we've been through this before. It's like oh, and it's yesterday's news. Mm-hmm. Look at Sony, Microsoft, just being that the the, the, the strong and steady, the, the stable, the this going strong for for such a long time, leaving Nintendo behind. I'm like, mm, this, can they break that trend this time? Because we sold well for several years after that, and I want. I want Switch to at least have that because it's good for everybody yes. when Switch is doing well. Right now, we have so many people talking about who the third parties are going to put stuff on Switch. We're always excited to see what's going to be next and stuff. And it's also pushing, should be pushing Sony and Microsoft to, to work harder as well as a crap. Like, Nintendo's doing really well, too. Uh, what would we could do to counter that? Mm-hmm. So it's good for everybody when they do that. Yeah. Uh, it, it's funny to me. It's, I think it's easy to say, oh, well, Nintendo combined their consoles with their handhelds. Of course, it's doing very well. That's a fair argument. But it's crazy that in the meantime, the 3DS is still doing bonkers. We talked about it last week about the Nintendo Direct. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy that they are able to keep both of those consoles selling well. It's crazy. And the thing about the Switch is it's, it, you can, it's portable, but it's not a portable exactly. console. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many things about the 3DS that are, are just, they're portable. You can fit it in your pocket. You flip it up. It's got Street Pass. Like, there's oh, so yeah. many, there's so many things that are more to, fun yes. about actually traveling with the 3DS yeah. and going to other places and trying out, you know, games and, and, and the way, uh, just the, the benefits that that adds. And the Switch is just kind of something that, like, it'll move with you, you know, but it's just not. Um, 3DS is it's a very cool system, and there's so many of them out there that uh, I was kind of a dummy thinking that I was, my, my initial impressions when we finally got our saw the switch it was like oh goodbye 3ds mine too was i was there with you jones extremely yeah. short-sighted like, yeah yeah 2019 is gonna Duh. keep rolling it's still around yeah uh huber what made this thing the best-selling console in the u.s in its first year of all time uh obviously mario and zelda but the fact that it's unique i mean we're in 20 2018 now but in like 2017 we're getting a new type of gaming machine that we really haven't had i know it obviously shares similarities with like Mm -hmm. you can say it's a big 3ds or something but yeah it's still a home console that you can take places Mm -hmm. and that is awesome sure like taking it on vacation or on business trips or wherever it's it feels like you're taking a little piece of home with you you know And, and that's a feeling i never really got with 3ds 
Wow. Me personally. No, man. When you talk about but, feelings, you hit something there. That's actually mm-hmm. really interesting. Is mm-hmm. you do. You feel like you're taking your console. Yeah. That thing you plug in and have Mario up on your full screen. Yeah. You just feel like you're taking that with you. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, that means something to me. That's actually, yeah, that's cool. And compare, you know, any conversation about like you really got to get a 4K TV. You really got to get an Xbox One X and see not only these new systems, but see this other stuff. Like you really got to see the exclusives that are on PlayStation 4. They're really impressive. Like I just finished, you know, um, uh, you know, you name like the exclusive. Nothing's immediately jumping to the top of my head. But uh, uh, Horizon. versus Horizon, you yep. got to play Horizon. There's nothing like it. It's really great. Versus look at this. <laughs> it's yeah. in my hand right now oh I, sure it's in my backpack look boom there it is and yeah you're holding it oh it feels good and like oh it looks you know, it runs great and mm-hmm. um so that's you know something uh I, I was showing that to people that i know would never buy it that i know don't play games nearly as much as i do that were like that's that's very impressive yeah so it's uh everyone's out there selling it you know <laughs> and the fact that you can revisit old games in unique and new ways like dark souls is coming out that's an entirely new way to play the what game was the game earlier that we talked about and jones was like oh yeah i'm in now it was oh, like dear. it was like some indie game mm. that was like uh oh, yeah. there's oh. a there's a making us they're making bringing that to switch and you're just like oh man yes or like darkest. But that's not the only one. There's several. Yeah, darkest, darkest dungeon, dungeon is yeah. such a good one. It has like touch controls and stuff on it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my goodness. It's funny. Yeah, it's just completely its own unique platform. It's crazy. Tristan uh, at the meetup was like, so yeah, I brought my Switch. We're just playing Darkest Dungeon, like in bed at night, and just play with one hand. So I'm just like, just like so relaxing, you know? Oh, why is there a mobile version of that game? I didn't think so. No, you can you can do. It's just crazy they made the whole game touch for. Well, yeah. I guess because your mouse, you would play on PC. Yeah, yeah, you play with a mouse. Yeah. I love. I saw a diagram the other day of like a crane that holds the switch like over your head, so you're lying in bed just mm-hmm. looking straight up, and like two joy and your hands your side, are underneath yeah. the covers yeah. with the joy cons. Just like, oh, like that's so great. Yeah, it's like I wouldn't do that, but more power to you if you pull that off. Yeah, well, I mean we're doomed. We're, we're doomed. Uh, let's go to software. Let's talk about these things. Nice. What do you think, Huber? What do you think the number one best-selling game of February was? Shadow of the Colossus. Nope. No. Possibly. Well, it sounds like Damiani knows. You've already seen this, right? Yeah, Damiani. Oh, I then I want to guess from Jones. No, Shadow of the Colossus is eight. I want to. I want to guess from Jones. What do you think number one from February is? Uh, my brain's not working well right now. I have well, no idea. Call uh, of Duty. I don't know. Monster Hunter World again. Dude, yeah. the repeat. repeat. Yeah. Wow. Good, that's good, good. That's incredible. I gotta stop using the word crazy for those. Yeah, that's unusual. That's that's, that's got to be for back end support. I mean, that's got to. That can't be just word of mouth. That's got to be them, you know, supporting this game after launch with with yep. new oh, stuff coming. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. The people oh, are still sure. committed. They are doing a great job at that. Awesome. What are they doing? Awesome. What, are, what are they doing to support? They have added uh, numerous costumes. They've uh, and they've really are spa- they cool costumes? Yeah, they spaced it out really well. Actually, first you could get the Palico, uh, which is your cat companion. You could dress it up like a Watcher from Horizon. <laughs> yeah. So you could do that. They have that in the game. They right have now? that. That's funny. And then later it was Ryu from Street Fighter. You could get his costume. And it's not just like you download it for free it's like you go out and earn it right yeah you have to buy the taunts so like the hadouken you have to buy but you can get the costume the full costume for free that's so strange yeah well how much is a hadouken i think it was like two bucks yep that's so funny like this game doesn't have anything sketchy you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like it's just like well that thing's gonna be expensive sorry bud there's no loot boxes the street fighter money yeah just spend two dollars on hadouken (laughs) because we don't have loot boxes Uh, okay and then uh after that recently they added aloy you can get aloy's armor from horizon and does she have unique taunts as well that are just like i haven't seen it fully so i don't know 100 percent. and uh dante's coming 
Dante, yeah, and then Dante's coming. They announced that. Yes. And he looks awesome. Oh, yeah. Looks out of control. That trailer was so good. Dude. And who's coming Thursday? Something Joe? A, a brand new Devil monster, Joe? Devil, Devil Joe. Joe, which is, uh, uh, this is my first Monster Hunter, so I don't even know, but apparently it's a, a monster from older games right. that is uh, ferocious. But you don't pay for him, right? He yeah, just, he's just going to pop up in the game. That's what Jones monster. is talking about. They're just supporting that game. Yep. That's, I love it. It's pretty cool. Uh, between that and Fortnite, Jones, this is this is the year, so this is... I am now a believer of limited time events in games. Mm -hmm. It's not a new concept, mm -hmm. but in terms of like right now where so many games are asking for our time and there's just so many new games to jump onto and play, locking down events mm -hmm. and meaningful updates and like new things is just so important and I'm so on board. Like events that feel special where you have to go into the game between this limited amount of time. And I just love that. And Monster Hunter is doing a great been paving job. that road for years, Damiani. Yep. MMOs. MMOs, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. They wrote the book. Yeah. I mean. But I feel like even MMOs take kind of a little while for those events. Like there's some months, months go by. It feels like, at least uh, with World of Warcraft. Tra yeah, traditionally, yeah, yeah. they do. But, and they repeat events, I know. But, I, I don't like, know about 14, but like no. WoW will repeat of events. Of course. But you so. hit it like right on the head, Huber. Like mm -hmm. the limited time thing, yeah. Like seasonal type events, yes. Around that, where you can get like, here's some like gear. Here's an emote you can get. Yep. Here's like a sort of like new like monster to fight. Maybe it's mm -hmm. like not a serious new monster like a monster in our world, but like throwing yeah. like a joke thing for like Halloween. They throw in like a a ghoulish looking like you know one of the the monsters or something, yeah. and you earn like a cool like Halloween themed out. I don't know, yeah. it's just simple stuff like that. It's really like the, it was yeah. a limited time to mm. get that Ryu costume. Mm. It felt important. Really, it's that's like, a window that's closed. Yeah. Oh wow. And like the Aloy, it, the window closes on those things. That's incredible, actually. Yeah. So I know like Destiny Two does it, but they they have these weird. They monetize those hard. Where they're like, oh, and we have special money during these events as well. Yeah, it's pretty money. brutal because, like, in Destiny, say it's like a Valentine's Day event, they have like a new play mode, which is cool, like a two on two, because it's like, oh, you and your significant other can like go dual two on two mode. So it's like every time you level up and like turn in tokens and stuff, you can get that special loot box. Yeah. But it's kind of slow. So it's like, okay, well, you can, you can buy those for real money. So it like, those events, and like Overwatch too, you know, those events like really incentivize you to spend money because it's like there's only a limited time amount of time to do, get these special rewards. Do the windows rewards. close on the Overwatches too? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. But they okay. come back. Like uh, the, the most famous one is like the Halloween one. Yeah. You can you can get like a Frankenstein's monster outfit for, for Roadhog and it's like the coolest thing and it's like you can only get it during Halloween, so... What, I've missed it yeah. every time, and it's like, all right, next what, Halloween, I'm going to get it. <laughs> what Fortnite does really well is when you get into these events, there's like, here's the thing everyone gets for free. There you go. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just showing up, you know, like, boom, oh, cool, I got a thing. And then there's like, and these are the things that are random. You know, you got a loot box for those, and you might get this gun or whatever. Here are the things that are kind of hard to get, and then here's the gold medal right at the top. You got to commit to get to this thing. John Wick is that right? Uh, John Wick's that yeah. battle royale in yeah. um, uh, level 100. The, the, the spring event right now going on in Save the World. There's a a hero that's like a monkey that's kind yeah. of like the uh, like he's got you know Chinese armor and the gold like mm -hmm. shoulder pads. And there's and, no way to flat out buy that, correct? You oh. got to uh, oh, well, in, there's in it's, a, it's a currency yeah. that you can. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't. You can, can buy you? V bucks, but in you can't royale, buy the that's spring the stuff. only way. I can buy John Wick. Oh, for that no, because the for 
Fortnite Battle Royale, they have like the Battle Pass ones. Mm-hmm. To get the Battle Pass, it's 10 bucks. Every time you level up, you advance. And at certain levels, you get those rewards. But when when Jones was talking about like that monkey thing, mm-hmm. that was like $20 in the store. Oh, you could just Real buy it for 20 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, or so in the Save the World, you can, are, you can earn it. So yeah. the two just, modes are monetized very differently. play a bunch, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, What's cool, too, is the, just really briefly, is yeah. the um, the competitive modes that they add, limited time. It just makes it feel important, and they're so different than standard Battle Royale. They add, like, a 50 versus 50, mm-hmm. or five teams of 20, or right now they have going on is Blitz mode, which is everything is faster, the map shrinks faster, you have to get to the set, like oh, I don't like this one bit. But it's but it's, it's temporary, a, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Te- and it's a limited time event that you can join in. So it's like every time these events happen, it's like, dude, I'm gonna hop in because this is different than singles or duos. Do we or know squad. if they're ever gonna sell Fortnite in a box? Certainly they will, right? Certainly, right? It's gotta get it's out still early in access beta, right? at some point. <laughs> yeah. Early access, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'm positive it'll come in a box soon. Yeah. yeah, and then we'll be talking about that on the top of NPDs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's strange. It's it's intensely popular, digital only. Yeah, yeah, that's the world we live in. Devil Joe, though, we're gonna be streaming that Thursday. Yeah, Monster Hunter streaming that new monster. Are you going to slaughter it? I hope so. Okay. I mean, we got uh, we got Ben, Brad, and Ian, and myself. We only struggled once on weekly hunts. It was uh, end game quest. It was where you have to hunt two basil geeses, basil guy, basil basil geese. It was like this flammable beast that like does bombing runs. It like flies in the sky and drops bombs everywhere, and everybody just dies. Yeah, and you had to fight two at the same time. So we died a couple times, but. I, I don't even know what this Devil Joe is, so we'll we'll see. Bring it on. Yeah. Uh, number two was Jones's guest, Call of Duty World War II. Keeping it going. Wow. Yep. What's crazy is Ben today. Ben Moore today is like, Hubert, guess what I've been playing? I'm like, uh, Fortnite? I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, World War II. I was like, now? He's playing what? multiplayer? What is he playing? He's playing multiplayer. Wow, that does shock me. That yeah. blows me. Yep. Yeah. So. I mean, there's still a huge audience for it. It's a huge fan base. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh. Call of Duty World War II is the best-selling game of the last 12 months, even though it hasn't been for sale for the last 12 months. You know, it just, just banks it banks it hard. Uh, number three, NBA 2K18 continues to sell. The comments for this podcast have assured me that it's actually a very good game. Oh, NBA 2K? Yeah. So legit? Yeah. The number four game. I'm really excited about this too. Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Didn't oh, drop great. that hard. That's I expected great. it to fall off that's the top really 10 great. this week. That's good to hear. This month, I mean, yeah. Wow. Dragon Ball Fighters continuing to sell well into February. Story mode. Oh, don't give me. <laughs> I mean, I wonder. Maybe we should have a quick conversation, really. Damiani, maybe you should hop in on this one. How important do you think that story mode is to that game's success? So, uh, I think. I mean, I do think it's important to the success because yeah. I think a lot of people care about Dragon Ball's story. Yes. Uh, what's funny is looking up arcs and sagas on Dragon Ball Wiki page, <laughs> they have video game sagas, and Dragon Ball uh, Fighters is has its like own saga and stuff. Yes. And like it has three different arcs or something. I was like, what? <laughs> nice. I was like, crap. Do I have to play this now? Yeah, it's like, it's you do not. You do not okay. have to play this. Yeah, it's a filler but, arc. But filler, filler for sure. Like, for sure. Th- that's how excited I think some fans get worked up about this, and they're, they're looking forward to it. Not just like this awesome looking fighting game that's representing their these great characters, just a new story with yeah, them again, exactly. an original story. And to be honest, having played through some of the uh, older Dragon Ball fighting games, they do a lot with story, and uh, yes. and it's not as the same now I think as it was back then when not everything was coming out over here or was like so far behind. It was a little like delayed. Like 
because Dragon Ball Z came out like by years. Yeah, like Dragon Ball Z ended like in the mid '90s, and it didn't start coming on. There are ways to watch it sort of before then, but it wasn't until it got like popular uh, in like the late '90s, 2000s here in the U.S. So video games used to be one of the outlets, like like the Budokai stuff covered like almost all the arcs of Dragon Ball Z. It was like three covered everything. Mm-hmm. Like that's how I know about like Majin Buu stuff, even though I haven't watched it yet. It was like Dragon Ball Budokai 3 is like, it goes through that arc. I was like, okay. We're oh, because all the research you were yeah, doing for games. Yeah, Sleuth? for that's that. Funny. Yeah. So I can definitely see that there's some definite appeal in there. It's like the, 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 the awesomeness of these characters fighting together and seeing like new storylines behind them. It's just fun to, you know, mess around with. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're adding Brawly and Bardock like this month. Yeah, uh, this week. This week. Yeah, one week from now, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll have those characters. So that's pretty cool. Don't yes. really know about Brawly yet. I know all about Bardock. Bardock. Yeah. Hype. Brawly is non-canon. Yeah. I know it from the movies. Yeah. yeah. I know that much. But he's just beloved. Everybody loves that big guy. Yeah. Some kind of super powerful Saiyan, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Legendary Saiyan. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, Grand Theft Auto Five, of course. Number six is Shadow of the Colossus. It's not number eight, Damiani. Number eight. Number six. Sure. Yeah, I mean it's right here, man. Okay. <laughs> it's legit. It's on a different list, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's pretty cool. That's yeah. That was a forty dollars game, and remember, MPD ranks these by revenue now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it actually sold a lot of copies. Sold a lot. It's good for that. Good yeah. For, good for that game for more people to try and play it, even though it's not the original one. But also good for Blue Point. It just keeps elevating their yes. like their profile and their and their resume. Yeah. Yes, they have been so good for the most part on all of these. It just means that they're probably gonna get another huge like project next. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, we like, didn't bring it. I, I had it in my rundown last it's week. A rumor, right? No, it's, they've announced it. It was in an interview with uh with um, uh, help me. It's Eurogamer's uh, technical side. Um, our, digital Foundry. Uh, digital Foundry. They had an yeah. interview with Digital Foundry, and they're just and they asked like, "Hey, when are you gonna make your own game?" And they're like, "Not the next one. The next game we're making is another huge remaster remake." The dream. Do you want to so know what the dream exciting. is? What's your dream? Okay, the dream. Oh, there we go. Don't cry. HD collection just came out on PS4, and Kamiya yeah. has been tweeting up a storm. Okay. And he straight up said, "He's like, I think it's time for a remake of the original Devil May Cry." It's not that. They said it's no. bigger than Shadow of the Closet. They're hiring up. They're they're getting art people ready. They're getting a huge team ready to make their own game eventually. Okay. So they they're they're picking a bigger game than Shadow of the Colossus. Devil May Cry is a downgrade, dude. You think? Yeah. I think it's a bigger name than Shadow of the Colossus. It is. Yeah. But I think in terms of scope and in terms of of being in like as a studio trying to impress people, trying to make their own new games eventually. I feel like it has to be an adventure type game, like large scale adventure mm-hmm. game Jones you look like you're racking your brain right yeah. now oh Jones, yeah well I mean how, how exciting is that well, oh it's really you know? exciting. It's, like, so exciting it's so funny like I didn't even bother thinking about it because well, it's like impossible to guess I you just, know yeah I just I just feel like we're, we're we're going through this this era right now in games where like all these publishers Nintendo like the big changes they did to Odyssey you know going back to the roots of Mario going back to the roots of Zelda making a big wide open world and having these pay off are like yes because it's like next you know like now it worked more yeah and so it's it's so great that this i mean i I, before you even said that they were gonna move right from this to the other one it was like oh it sold that well sweet you know like i wonder gosh i wonder what that is it's got to be sony exclusive right it's got to be uh, they haven't said that's why yeah but people i think more might assume that since they've been doing that huber i've got it for you okay because shadow the colossus also had hd remaster come out around the same time frame as this other series and then it got an HD remake of like the one the of Shadow of the Colossus, but not Eco. 
one of the God of War games is going to get that HD remake, ground up. That would be nuts. There you that go. would be nuts. That would be nuts if we're talking like that giant fight with Ares. Like it, maybe that would be an upgrade. Yeah, like one. Point, but I got heavy doubts with that because yeah. then your brain's all split. You know, then the, it's weird. Sony's promoting like remember that old craziness. Sure, and you're like, sure, wait, sure. We, they, you just rebooted it. Like Not when I, rebooted, when I think of like just... a bigger step, I think of like GTA uh, Vice City. You know what I mean? Like that's the level I'm thinking. Rockstar of. won't. I highly they doubt they totally Rockstar would because they're the best in the biz. They look they're like look Rockstar what we did. has been very. Like they yeah. keep re-releasing the game, they're not about they. I think they've publicly stated in interviews they're not about going back to their old games yeah. and redoing them. They're, they're very against that. I thought. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, think, I'm thinking like better, bigger than Shadow of the Colossus. Oh yeah, but like, like God, where do we God go? Wars bigger if they would do that? Not in Grand scale. Theft Auto. Not in scale. Like they're hiring up. You know what I mean? They're they're hiring up for to make a bigger game, not necessarily like bigger title, but they say well, like we want to take on a bigger task. I mean, I know the one I want them to do. What's that? It's not I mean, uh, Ocarina of Time complete ground up HD remake would oh, be like okay. the That's... crowning achievement right there. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, how do you know it's not Sony? Yeah. And they're being very mum about that because they're being careful that yeah. that would kind of tip the the scales into like which way are they going with the this this direction? Are they going to go with the Sony game or something else? Metal Gear Solid. The one thing they haven't uh, proven is well, I don't. Yeah, but oof. I don't know if they can move the style. We already over. got it. You right know, uh, Wander's face does look weird. Uh, it looks worse than it did on PS2. Everything else looks way better. Uh, I'm Damiani. Like giving them like Zelda characters, I'm like I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. Team. Wander's face looked fine on PS2 because of the resolution. No, no, but... he's got a look, man. He's got he's got like sharp eyes and a pale face. And the, you know. I thought the old guy at the ends, the uh, what's his name, the priest guy. I forget his name now. Uh, he looked fine. Like when he takes off his mask and you see We're him. We're talking about the main character, baby. I know, but maybe there was just something weird with Wander they couldn't do right. Uh, every other character I felt looked fine in that game. I, I don't think it's. I don't think Link would be that hard to do. Link Honestly, would be impossible. Yeah. There's no, no way. What are you talking about? There's like, there's like. You already three have different... models of him that like, no one ever made higher resolution models or attempted to make higher resolution models of other than the HD remaster of Wander. They didn't try and remake him yeah. to look different. Link has been in games. He's been doing Breath of the Wild model. Let's like touch that up. If a you're dropping bit. that Ocarina of Time, nobody's happy. They don't want that. Come on. They don't want it. Cuba, what do you think it is? Bluepoint did uh, Uncharted Collection, right? Yes. Yeah, I would love an Uncharted One remake. I thought of that, but doesn't don't, isn't Uncharted One kind of like a like it's a little like, stinky? Me. It's yeah. just the least favorite of the. It's of the least favorite. It could use a remake. It could use a remake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Just like that, the forest aspect, the jungle. You know, oh, sure. Really nailing that Yo. next gen, expanding yeah. that. Love it. So they showed in Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, like, what exactly. What Brad and I joked about. Hey, like it's Uncharted tech right yeah. there. If you, yep. New Uncharted game coming. It looked, it, it like that's where my brain went. All right. So. It'd be cool. I'm like, really excited for them to finish that and then start their own game. Yeah. To the point, just make them in their own studio out of making remasters is pretty cool to me. Yep. It'll be a while, Kyle. Okay. It will be a while. They're, they're, they're doing all the graphics for Final Fantasy VII Remake. I hope it's Devil May Cry. Journey would be fun. What it's a good, look, it's a good looking game. But yeah. I mean, just. Journey's on PS4 right now, Jones. You can go play that, dude. Right, but like, you know, Shadow Clauses 1 is a good-looking game. Sure, yeah. You know, but yeah. we didn't realize, oh, wow, look at that. And just, yeah, don't don't change anything. It's the exact same game, but just like way more depth. Like, Final question about Blue Point. Do you think we'll see it at E3 this year? Announced. Uh, that no. Seems real that seems it's the remake one? Yeah, their next oh, project. Oh, yes. Ooh. Yes. Oh, Damiani's oh, yes. in. Okay. Damiani. Yes, I'm in oh. on that. All right. 
He's in- at insider knowledge. Great. No insider. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, number seven, <laughs> UFC three. Was this was that its launch month? Yeah, I think so. That's pretty bad, right? Like UFC three should be doing better than that. I don't know. When's the highest? No idea. What's the highest that UFC game ever charted? Yeah. They used to do crazy. EA was stoked on. No, they were huge, but they yeah. were debut at number one. I don't remember. They wouldn't debut at number one. No, yeah. but it's doing worse than Shadow of the Colossus. I think it, it says something. I don't know if it was striking or grappling, but I. The only thing I heard about the game is that one thing is greatly improved, and then the other thing is like not good. Yeah. So I think striking is amazing, but like grappling was not good. So it's like big improvements in one sense, and then kind of just stalled in the other. How's UFC doing? I don't actually know. I don't. I, like I, I remember it had crazy momentum. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, "This is the future. This is crazy." Yeah. Uh, well, then Ronda Rousey lost twice. Yeah. We had we had Floyd Mayweather fight, you know, like we mm-hmm. had that whole thing. But I don't yeah. know. I don't know if the UFC is like still like on the rise. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, number eight was actually Kingdom Come Deliverance. Wow. And this I actually think is good. Ooh, I think that's yeah. really good. Like, you know, yeah. That's like that's higher than it should be, right? That's pretty good. Huh. Sorry. Kickstarter name. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Uh, number nine, King. Sorry, Mario Kart Eight. <laughs> yeah. And yep, number ten, bad. Super Mario Odyssey. That's crazy. <laughs> Ooh, what? Eight outside. Are you talking about any others? Do you want to talk more? We get, we get, I got the whole Bandit, top 20. Bandit 2 is in the top 20. <laughs> yeah, it's number 14. Yeah. I wanted... Uh, someone needs to remind us. I swear we had a bet. Someone... I don't think we did, dude. I think it was like... I, th- I thought I said it was going to be like top 10? Yeah, it did not come close. or something? I don't know. Just rem- remind us if we did. But uh, it, uh, for being a re-release, the Wii U, that, that definitely did way better than the original release... Of the Wii U version of Bayonetta 2. But still, it didn't have that Mario Kart 8 splash on the Switch. That's, that's Mario Kart 8. Like, I don't think Bayonetta can ever achieve anywhere close to the numbers that <laughs> yeah, a Mario Kart's no. going to do. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just, it's just the, it's the wider appeal. Yeah. Like, it's kind of hard. Unless, Unless you make cross ba- it make with ba- Dante. Yeah, Bayonetta yeah. Kart. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I get Mario Kart's big, and I, I get that Mario Kart's going to sell a lot on the Switch, but, like, how... how what what's happening? Are these people just buying switches and then that's like the game everyone has to own? Yes, Mario Kart. Yes, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think you could compare it to Pokin. You know, I think mm. I think Bayonetta is going to do around what Pokin does, around what Donkey Kong Country Tropical really, Freeze does. Really, really you know? great party game in terms of bringing your kid, totally. Like, yeah, well, Mario Kart, right? Exactly. You don't have to sell me on Mario sure. Kart. I'm, yes. I just I can't believe it's. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I like every time I boot up my Switch, it's not like Mario Kart's not on the side there. Like, hey, Mario Kart, you might want to buy it. Like, oh, these are people going through the store. Ah, clearly, oh, you know. Yeah, it shows two. <laughs> it's things. It's crazy. Two things for sure. This is. I think this is the start. If you're gonna see the long legs, the long legs of Mario Kart over even Odyssey and even Breath of the Wild, because they were lower on the charts than that, but they're still kind of hanging in there. Mario Kart kind of does this. It hangs around. It keeps staying in those higher places. Ends up being one of the best-selling games each generation yeah. each platform it's on. And I think this is you're starting to see it separate itself a little bit because it resurged. And I think you'll see each month it's going to stay up there while Zelda and Mario start uh, Odyssey start falling behind. Yeah. Uh, Bayonetta one was always charting ahead of Bayonetta two on the Nintendo eShop bestseller because it's only available digitally whether you get the code with the yes. bundle or buy it so i'm kind of curious when if nintendo put any information about bayonetta one did better than bayonetta two because it only sold digitally i'm very curious about that right as always i should reiterate that the mm. nintendo games that we have are uh physical sales yes. only they do not report yes. any digital sales for their games Got it. uh yeah uh that's kind of it for shocking stuff out of the top 20 bayonetta 2 yeah it didn't do crazy um Sword Art Online, eight, 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 Fatal Bullet is number 18. Sword Art. 
Hey, broke yeah. the top 20. Anime. What's number 20? Uh, number 20 is, you're not going to be happy, Star Wars Battlefront 2. <laughs> number 19 is The Sims 4. I heard they're changing their... Next week. Yep. Changing yes. their loot boxes. Yeah, you know what? I read the article. Uh, maybe it's worth talking about real quick. Uh, but it's just it seems like the, the it's only cosmetics for loot boxes, mm-hmm. and your p- character's progression will be player, your gameplay focused only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that not how it's been for the last months? I guess they had no loot boxes for the last yeah. months. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. So they're just going to add a lot of com- cosmetic options for your characters. Mm-hmm. So Overwatch okay. feels too late. It feels oh, way too late. It feels, of course it is. I way know these things late. are hard it's to do, hard. but like yeah. you took too long. It feels <laughs> way too late. I know. Like, maybe if they yeah. had a battle royale mode or something, I don't know. I don't. I just don't think you can. <laughs> you know, I don't think they they have the. <laughs> Exactly. I don't think Frostbite can handle no. it. Did, well, Frostbite can handle Battlefield. Maybe it could. Yeah. Do. Did we get some extension to the campaign at some point? I remember them saying, yes. like, the story continues. Did that happen, yes. or are we waiting for that? I think it happened, Jones. Oh, boy. Yeah, man. And it's like an epilogue that links into The Last Jedi. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it was free. That thing was free. It was like, download it. And I was like, at that point, I almost got Battlefront 2. I was feeling that last Jedi yeah. hype. I was like, oh, you know what? Maybe you now's look, the time. It's how they get the um, plans for the the what the hell is it called in the beginning? Poe Dameron, Poe Dameron taking it out. Oh, That's a dreadnought. Uh, dreadnought. It's a dreadnought. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's you like got the there, yeah. dreadnought plans or something they get. <sighs> well, who needs it? Who needs it? We talked. We talked. Huber, you might. We would love this discussion. Last week we talked about a uh, uh, movie and game advertisements that. Uh, promote the game without spoiling any part of the story that lead into it. And actually, like, when you're watching that movie, like Blade Runner was an example, when they talk about the blackout. Because they had those films leading in that talked about the blackout. that type of stuff. Animatrix. You know what I thought? You know what I I, I saw? I think the next day after we had that conversation was Far Cry has a 30-minute short film that's up on Amazon Prime right now. Really? That's... It's it's found footage. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you know who did the... Oh, no, maybe that was Ghost Recon. No, was it Far Cry? John McTiernan. Oh, Who's dear. John what? McTiernan. Who is Whoa. that? Help me. Die Hard director okay. and Predator yeah. and some other greats. Yeah. It was either, I think it was Ghost Recon, actually. Wildlands. It was probably Ghost Recon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made it about three minutes in. And <laughs> oh, I, you tried I, watching I it. Because <laughs> I'm reviewing it. So I was like, I should watch this. You know, yeah, like, no. maybe this might fill in some gaps or help me write, you know, to, like, wrap my head around the story and <laughs> yeah. talk about it more. Because thematically, it's a big concern of mine, you know, just how they handle all the subject matter. I I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Because it's got that... That that uh, found footage opening where like they're in the car and it's just like, hey, it's our last day of the shoot and we're doing it. Got my crazy friend in the back, camera in his face. Hey, what's up? I'm a crazy friend. And I'm just like, click. I, oh <laughs> man, not these people. Uh, not not them. <laughs> not these people. Just trying so hard. Like, oh, I'm driving the car and acting naturally. It's like, no. Uh, <laughs> you want to hear that? Oh, sounds like it's podcast halftime. The following are the official sponsors of Easy Allies for the month of March. Simon Anderson. Michael Huber. You always give off positivity. Every Huber syndrome I watched, I come off feeling like love for video games and movies. Something that is very needed today. You are such a wonderful human being, and I would gladly fight alongside you. Thank you for all the love you give, and for reminding me why I love what I love. Here's to another two years. Love you. Michael Damiani. I'm always amazed at the amount of work you put into the streams. Often you start streaming when I leave for work, and when I come back at home, you're still streaming. 
That must be a lot of energy put into it. Not only are you one of the best video producers, but you also make sure the streams run great. Here's to another two years. Project Longtail. Project Longtail is an upcoming 3D platformer action game made in the spirit of PS2 era classics. Go to www.longtailgame.com for more information or follow on Twitter at longtailgame. Professor Metal Gear. Scorn, an atmospheric horror adventure currently in development at Ebb Software, set in a nightmarish universe of odd forms and somber tapestry. Go to scorn-game.com for more information. Mango. iKeyless. Since 2002, iKeyless has specialized in replacement automotive keys and remotes. They can save you up to 75% off dealership prices. Visit their updated website at iKeyless.com and use promo code EZA at checkout for free shipping and an additional 17% off of your order. Elphanis. Schemata. Schemata, a fast-paced mobile puzzle game based on digital logic diagrams developed by Friendly Fish Games. Race through logic circuits while organically learning how they work. The game is free with ads and has a $2 option to disable them. No other microtransactions are in the game. Out now on Google Play Store and coming, and it is also out on iOS. Find out more at schemata-game.com. Hogue Law Business Law Firm. Whether you're starting a business at level one, stuck fighting the dreaded fundraising boss, or finally cashing out with a well-earned high score, you need a good business lawyer at your side. Rick Hogue started Hogue Law to bring more than a decade of experience to companies like yours and is proud to support the allies. Check them out at hoeglaw.com. Got some good merch that Hogue Law too. Mm -hmm. All of these links are available in the description. Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, can I go to hoglaw.com and buy that hoodie? I don't know. So I don't think it's merch. I'm not making promises I, I think here. It's, I think there's a difference between merchandise mm -hmm. and like those things. Like you're just printing out a pen and like, hey, check out my pen. Yeah. We got some cool stuff from We got Hogue hats. Didn't get pens hoodies. I could use a Hogue pen. I could use a Hogue pen. I could use a Hogue mug. Isn't that funny? Yeah, he sends us hats and hoodies and we're like, where are the pens? <laughs> where are the mugs? Poor Hogue. So we... Have not even begun to talk about all, all the headlines I want to talk about this week. No. So we're gonna the next few headlines we're gonna make into a game. Uh, the game is called uh, more games, Tommy. Yes, more games. <laughs> this game. There's no winners or losers. It's called cool or oh please. And so I want I want your reaction to these stories as either cool or oh please. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ubisoft this week announced that. Vivendi will not be purchasing them. Cool. Basically, cool. they found a way. Yes. 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 The Guillemots, uh, they bought enough of their stock. Uh, Tencent bought some stock. 5% uh, <laughs> of Ubisoft. Uh, and, the, oh, man, it's what Canadian is it? Canadian teachers. Yes, the Ontario or... teachers, some, uh, teachers Pension Plan yeah. also bought in, which is basically Canada helping Canada. Um, and so, yeah, Ubisoft, Vivendi backed off. Vivendi sold all of, all of their Ubisofts. It won't happen. They said for five years they agreed to not try it, right? Uh, that is, yes, I, I guess so. <laughs> and I think it's also, yeah, yeah, that's like, um, yeah, like they won't for five years. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think that's what's happening. That's an eternity, though, I think. Yeah. But, I think uh, that's while the assets kind of like dissolve into other places it, or whatever. It's, yeah. It sounds, so, oh, sorry, do you have anything? No, to keep going. Uh, it's, it sounds really good. Because for like several years now, we've heard about Ubisoft saying this is like 
going to be a really bad thing if Vivendi follows through on this. Because one, it was a hostile takeover attempt. Yeah. So they didn't want this. They they kept saying that the uniqueness of their games, whether you like every one of their games or not, every now and like then they do something pretty darn unique with their games, I would mm-hmm. argue. And they said that was going to be lost. That would that would go away if Vivendi took them over. And they were asking, like, we need to do this to protect our company. But also at the same time, like, it's good for uh, – it sounded like they were trying to make it work, and it did, they did, by having, like, Canadian entities invest in a Canadian company – Basically, to like, hey, you, you like this should this is good for Canada. Yeah, why, it's a French like, company, by the, the way, I should say, so, but uh, they're a lot larger. Yeah. There's a lot of studios. Yeah, in Canada. yeah. They basically they're like support this. Like, you want this to stay this way, or do you want this to be you know go away? Like, this is this is can only be good. And it sounded like they did a lot of work to make this happen to get these different backers to come in. So like, like major kudos for like that working out. But like. Make us, like, you know, make good on it now. Like, release good games. Keep upholding what you're doing and stuff. Don't, like, you know, as soon as, like, you lose this goodwill and stuff, like, people are going to turn and be, man, I wonder what would have happened if Vivendi did follow through on that. And no, got that will never yeah, happen. like, you don't want that Vivendi's to done no good for anybody. But at the same time, Kyle and everyone else, like... I shouldn't say that, sorry, but... Tencent no. getting involved, <laughs> though. I mean, they're huge. They own Riot. It's like, is this now opening the door to someone else, possibly, taking so, over down the line i look what i look yeah, at what i had yeah, damiani yeah. it's actually tencent also has an uh, agreement that it will not pursue further investments okay. or any voting rights of ubisoft so ubisoft says hey we got to cut this off at five percent tencent no more okay and so that's the, that is an agreement they had and so tencent, tencent that, like, okay. yeah that's when i heard about that i was a little yeah. concerned i was like is it just gonna go over to someone else now yeah yeah so uh basically the agreement they made with tencent is like hey five percent you'll have that uh we're gonna move into china we're gonna ubisoft has said we're gonna commit harder to this chinese market which is exploding which is making everybody a lot of money so yeah it's kind of interesting yeah is that three cools yes absolutely cool all right yeah Yeah. i mean that just makes me happy i've never heard of a hostile takeover being a good thing You fiduciary know? duty dude you just gotta make that money um i wonder if vivendi has like a ubisoft clock they're like start the clock it's yeah. like five years counting down because <laughs> we'll I, be I like back. i wonder if gameloft is still making money vivendi bought gameloft first and that was like their the road to getting ubisoft and like gameloft used to be huge because they would make like iphone versions yeah. of other games you know yeah. i wonder if gameloft is still huge i don't know no wait, the fact that i don't really hear about it maybe it's not big in the u.s anymore or something i don't know yeah I'm I'm positive they're still making games that are hugely successful. You know, it's it's all about the degrees. Um, I just remember like the last few E3s in a row, Eves would come out at the end, and I'd be like so sad. I'm like, man, he's gonna lose his company. So it feels good. It feels I'm I'm way on the cool side for this one. Yeah. Uh, so hear about got, that Assassin's Creed leak? No, what possible. Leaked? What happened? Uh, location. Where, is this verified? Oh, what do you got for me? Not verified. <laughs> not verified. You're out. No. Again. Who leaked this? Who leaked this? Uh, I want to oh. say I want to say it was. Like Eurogamer, maybe. Okay. Maybe not. Don't, don't. No. Because I'll trust Eurogamer. I don't even know why I said that. I'll trust Eurogamer. I don't I'll think trust it's Kotaku. I heard it was ancient Greece. And it makes sense because they brought it up a lot in Origins. Mm. So, okay. Yeah. And there's like, I don't there, think it's There's like even timeline overlap there, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. All right. So. I would dig it. Just the, the unsighted source. Unsighted source. <laughs> heard it through the grapevine on the wild, wild internet. Take it with a big chunk big, of salt. Big chunk. But Greece would excite me. It'd be cool. Uh, we got some Sega announcements. We'll blow through these. Uh, Sega Genesis Collection uh, coming to PS4 and Xbox One May 29th, featuring over 50 classic games. Uh, yep. They'll have rewind mirror mode and a host of visual filters. Cool. Online. So. 
Is online confirmed, dude? I think online I is part of the leak, but I couldn't find that. I think that's the reason why it's not coming to Switch right away. Switch okay. version is gonna be after Switch Online launches in September. Sure. Planks. I mean, this is the theory everyone's going with. I'm yeah. gonna pull a Huber right here and be like, I just I was going through their PR stuff. I couldn't find any like online confirmation. Yeah, but I mean, I, everyone was running with that headline, yeah. so probably people are just jumping the gun there. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the I mean, idea of playing Streets of Rage online with close friends and complete strangers has me so excited. And I know you love visual filters. Oh yeah, yeah. G- give me that. Those scan lines. Mm-hmm. Give me those scan, scan lines. lines. All about it. Is this their version of the SNES <laughs> classic? Is this their version of like, hey, we yeah. can tap into that? And what a smart thing to do to be like, we you know, we don't have we don't want to get into hardware issues, you know, and have these things just like fly off the shelves. Oh, yeah. and well, the weird thing is, it. I mean, they, they've had this weird. Yeah. They've had weird Genesis boxes for like five years now, yeah. where you could go yeah, you could go get them at Walgreens, you know. But like, yeah, this seems like more of a commitment to like putting a together oh, yeah. a quality is collection. Is it a port of last gen one? The Sega collection of on the that was on 360 and, and ps3 it very or is like this is its own unique thing okay cool. oh though actually i guess there's already a steam version of this very same thing mm-hmm. uh where like it's it apparently has the same menus as the steam version again not a lot of info from sega about this yet mm-hmm. i've just got most of this from a tweet they sent out what what if this is how they were doing shenmue what as yeah. part of this 50? As part of this collection. It would have something. to be a Dreamcast collection. Yeah. It's yeah. True. Yeah. true. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Just spitballing. Just spitballing. Hey, I don't mind spitballing. Just getting consumed with hype, all right? Okay, so where, where are we? Cool or O, please? Cool. Very yeah. cool. Cool. Damiani? If it has online, it would be cool. Okay. And if it's, it a gen- it's a Genesis so, uh, collection, uh, not yeah. a Sega collection, right? Yeah. Genesis collection. Okay, yeah, my mind went Sega collection for yeah, a second. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I think it's the right <laughs> amount of time between uh, launch and re- announcement because it's that level of it. Like May 29th, just two months early, it's fine. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonic Mania Plus was announced this week. Uh, this is a, a a version of Sonic Mania that will include an all new encore mode. Very few details about that. Uh, uh, it will offer new ways to explore each of the game's acts, and will come with unspecified visual changes. Why, do, knows why do we play games at launch? <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, it, well, yeah, it includes two new playable characters, Mighty the Armadillo and, and Ray the Flying Squirrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the important thing, Huber, is that there wasn't a physical disc for Sonic Mania before. Mm-hmm. And so th- this will be $30 coming out this summer uh, for Switch, PS4, Xbox One. You can get a digital upgrade. Perfect. So if you Thank bought it, you. if you did buy it last oh, summer. there we go. Okay. So generous. I was on the fence there. That's yeah, what I was curious. Me too. Cool. Me too. Up until that cool. Yeah, it cool. does. Cool, cool, cool. Also, yeah, those characters coming from a obscure Japanese-only arcade Sonic game, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was having it explained to me. I was I was asking my live chat uh, during a stream. I was like, "Are they a big deal? Uh, what is it? Were Ray and Mighty?" And they're kind of like a joke. They're kind of like a. It's a funny idea to add them to a Sonic yeah. game. So I think that's cool. I'm starting to notice this trend where like, it feels like some companies will have an expansion, and then they're like, "I mean, we could release this expansion for twenty dollars or." <laughs> We could just throw it into the game release, you know, game of the year edition, and then, yeah. like, game of the year editions used to, you know, like my mind is that something like a Borderlands two is like we just had a ton of DLC, it's all in there, and you can get it. So like we've released all this stuff, just not in a in a cost effective package that you can get now, and now it seems like same exact game with just one thing. Yeah, <laughs> buy it again. Well, you know, forty it, bucks. Right, but and thirty I, thirty bucks is a great price for that, I think. And um, yes, that game sold well. Word of mouth was great, reviewed well, so. I, I think, yeah, I think this is Sega going like, oh, Sonic Mania did really well last year. Sonic Forces didn't. Let's do yeah, Sonic Mania again this year. That's, 
that that pretty much is what this announcement this announcement says to me. Yeah. You're not getting the, the, the Sonic Forces plus. Yeah, there's no <laughs> Sonic Forces plus. That pretty much like, yeah, yeah. We we are now confirming indirectly that Mania was the better selling, better performing game for us. I yeah. like I liked Forces. We still gotta stream that. I know. Uh, okay. Mania's uh, way better. Of course. There's also a tease for a new... Oh, yeah. Racing game. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, the yeah, R. Yeah. It's like Sonic R. Yes. Yes. And so here's what we know oh. for sure about it. This game will not be a sequel. Yeah. It, so that means it won't be Sonic and All-Stars 3. Uh, it is not a Sonic racing game. It's also... So it's not... They're using the R from Sonic R, but it's not Sonic oh. R 2. So what if it's like... Uh, no, no, it is running racing. No, 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 because no. we have uh, headlights. There absolutely oh, will okay, be cars okay. involved. This okay. is this is the the pitch game we got earlier at the beginning of the podcast. Yes, it's in Sonic form. Sonic's in a car. It is an RPG. Baby. <laughs> we got side quests. Sega baby. pitched us the game. Yes. <laughs> we were all. Out. It's like Sonic Adventure Racing. What if the middle oh. word is adventure? Because the last word is definitely racing. You can clearly oh, yeah. see the silhouette. Day and night cycle. You go into uh, the, you go into the woods werewolf. during a full moon. Yeah, and you see. Don't say it. You see it. Do it. Don't say do it. it. Yeah. Do it. You see Sonic. Unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> you see a werehog. So uh, yes. I don't know. Is that tease cool? Is that the right way to do that at this point? Uh, there were rumors that Sumo Digital is working on a new racing game. Oh, yeah. and, and things like that. And so everybody kind of assumed it'd be a new Sega All Stars. Oh. Cool. Okay. Huber? Cool. Brandon Jones? Cool. Sure. All right. Hey, we got a uh, What about Sega Racing? No. Sega Racing? I think, that, like, I think them, yeah, the, right? them saying yeah. it's not Sega uh, or Sonic Racing Transformed or whatever, yeah. it's not going to have anything other than Sonic characters. I kind of think that's the case, Jones. Yeah, I, I think they're not going the whole Sega lineup route, maybe. I kind of I think they want to like, touch Mario Kart's success. And I think the the faster way to do that, honestly, is to limit it to Sega character to Sonic characters. Can, excuse me. Can Sonic and Mario Racing fit on that logo? It could fit. We could make it fit. We could squash it. And it's yeah. the F Zero GX yes. development team making. Mm, oh let's go. go. It's not unprecedented. I'm let's go. It. I know I'm everyone's saying sumo, and Sumo Digital. Yeah. Get them together. Yeah. Mm, let's do this. Let's do this. Can you imagine Lon D in like an F Zero type <laughs> <laughs> stare down? <laughs> I actually, I, wanna, I know we're, I even, we're trying here to we go. We're trying to blaze through these, but like, here we go. I'm curious if I was off base. There, here's my theory: is that uh, Sega doesn't have enough characters that make sense to a broader audience who will look at that box and say, like, "Oh, Ryu from Shenmue's in here." Mm-hmm. Like, I gotta get. Like, I think they. It's easier to see a bunch of Sonic characters in particular for that game to be a bigger success. Is that too? Is that weird? I, thematically, I think it would help their cause if they're going after success and yeah. appeal of a Mario Kart. Right. Because, yeah, having all those different characters from the different Sega games, it worked. But at the same time, it made them go, I, I don't know. I think it speaks a little bit to... The, the consistency and the believability of all those characters being in there. Like Mario Kart, I, you, even throwing Link in there, it feels like right because he... No, it does not. Yeah, it does. But keep going. He matches the, the, the style and stuff. He's not so out there. He's huge. He's a huge boy. He's on the motorcycle. He's, He's taller than Waluigi. Okay, well, uh, apparently you found out the characters are not really that tall in the Mario universe. <sighs> but anyway, 
but let's throw out Link. Let's just stick it. to it, Kyle. Let's okay. stick to it. All right. I, I think the Mario characters, they're, like their aesthetic, they're the world. It looks great. Like sure. the courses, the I, themes. I'd say Animal like, Crossing fit in. Splatoon fit in. They they fit in. Yeah, yeah. they work. But like this yeah. does like kind of like the celebration of Mario. Like seeing yes. it presented a different way. Sonic is still a really popular franchise in its own self. Seeing it present, it's about going fast. Presenting it in uh, this new package, like a racing game. On the scale and the production levels of Mario Kart could be something really good the for them. Dragon yeah. of Dojima racing. He's not in it. He just makes the box more confusing. I yeah, think. Like, I, I just think that's the case. While everybody would love that game more, like I'm sure I got angry comments about but that. But I think it just makes the game more confusing. Spider Monster guy. Well, I, I I will agree with Hubert that there's got to be something. Otherwise, just announce it. Why why the mystery? Yeah, you know, like why showing us the one RPG mode? Like guess yeah. what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's got to be something. RPG racing. Sonic RPG racing. So. Or they can switch between running and the vehicles or something. Because like Sonic goes fast. Or something. Like maybe there's some weird like Sonic damage. Sonic and Transformers racing. Like maybe there's a damage mechanic to your car. It breaks up and then so Sonic's now just running. Got to repiece the car together or something on the next lap. I don't know. Yeah. You something, Chris. This, this is Sega. Go wild with their arcade routes, Go baby. wild. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, one last thing, which is, I mean, I'm not... Uh, this is definitely cool. I won't even accept any uh, oh pleases. Uh, Unreal released uh, yeah. the Paragon assets. So Paragon shutting it down, refunding everybody. I think April 26th is the date. They're shutting it down completely. So they're releasing everything to everybody who wants to use Unreal Engine. So you can have the character models, the animations, the environmental art, uh, sound effects. Just we're giving it to everybody. It's free. It's yours now. My number one question. Yeah. Can somebody just go make Paragon again? Yeah, is can that happen now? Can somebody I, I, just be yes. like, "Yo, we're gonna go make Paragon"? Uh, isn't that weird? But like, <laughs> yes, they're. Uh, it's kind of weird. I guess it's like no. Uh, like you can use anything in Gary's mod. You know, you can take the Team Fortress yeah, two characters. Still have, but like you can't monetize that. Okay, right? okay, okay. I think that's how that works. Cool, got it. Cool. We would need Hogue for that, but yeah, yeah. I, honestly, I don't think you can sell a game <laughs> using the Paragon characters. Okay, Fortnite uh, is very successful. <laughs> You know, are you about to say, oh, please? No, it, it's I, I mean, that's wow. That's this oh, game is so big. This they game have is bringing in money is so much money. Yeah, that they don't They're care. Funding everybody. Yes. Like this week, the Save the World players in Fortnite were complaining about stuff. They're just like, fine, here's your eight hundred dollars back. You know, it's, it's, so, it's, it's, just, it's, just like that, it's like that uncle that won the lottery. And he's just yeah. got his checkbook out. What do you what do you want? Yeah. You want college tuition? OK, yeah. <laughs> They're in a nice position where, yeah, it doesn't hurt them really to release those yeah. assets. And they're just, yeah, that's a pretty incredible. Yeah. Let's, let's cool. get some goodwill. That's the one thing uh, potentially you can't buy. Yeah, I love that so much. It is now time for Love and Respect. Love, love and respect. respect. This one's pretty topical. This will be fun. Uh, hey, allies. With the news this week of the closure of Toys R Us, mm -hmm. I can't help but feel a little nostalgic. I vividly remember my first personal video game purchase with my hard-saved allowance for Pokemon Red from Toys R Us. The process of pulling the paper sleeve and taking it to the front to be handed my game from the backroom vault will always stick with me. I just had my first son last month, and it kind of bums me out that I'll never be able to take him to Toys R Us for a similar toy experience. Do any of you have any childhood stories to share about some adventure to Toys R Us, be it video games or some other toy? As always, love and respect. Brandon Patton at Thumb Blister. Oof. 
I should, you know, I'll give some background while we think of them. Uh, to anyone who, like an international audience who doesn't understand why we're so sad about Toys R Us, this is a huge department store that sold mm-hmm. only toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sells only toys. There's still some around. It's still here. Uh, and, and and it's just incredible that like that's kind of it. It's a got gigantic store. Yeah. You know, there's just there there is no other toy store on its level. Uh, and yeah, earlier this week it was announced that. Uh, they are expected to all shut down completely, ending any huge toy store only toy. Like losing store. Blockbuster. Oh yeah, I think it's on don't the even same remind me. Scale of that. Yeah, 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 not emotionally though. No, no, not emotionally, <laughs> but like in terms of a big deal, yeah. like its name recognition. Well, I'm way more emotional US. about uh, Toys R Us than Blockbuster. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, got you. Okay, yeah, yeah. I wasn't emotional at all about Blockbuster. I'm, I, was, I mean, I, I mean, was, horrible for every obviously. Anyone losing their job is not a funny thing, but yeah. it's kind of funny. Like the the blockbuster closing down and the jokes of like staring through the foliage and like, oh, it's a blockbuster. It must be. You know, what year is it? Yeah, <laughs> and, and I mean, like, you don't have good feelings about blockbuster because it was like, here, this is gonna be really expensive for you to rent, and it'll be really expensive. It's, it's late, blah blah blah. But like, Toys R Us, well, at least that's not positive connotation. I, I can't always really say it. that. What loved blockbuster? You know what? Okay, we're talking about Toys R Us. Though. Toys R Us. Okay, yeah, Toys R yeah. Us. Uh, I don't have like specific details, but my brother and I always used to play hide and go seek tag. In Toys R Us? In Toys R Us. How long would you spend in there? Like over an hour. Nice. Okay, great. Like we would go with my family, Uh and then my brother and I would just run. Just run off. Like, you're it. Gone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like through the aisles. We'd like see each other in the aisles, like run. And uh, oh, my favorite thing was the giant, the giant container with the bouncy balls <laughs> like not like a not like a small bouncy the ball ones, it's a giant cage ones. like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, giant yeah. cage with yes. the big rubber yeah. bouncy balls yeah. and we always used to just like take them and just like throw them at each other mm-hmm. chaos <laughs> absolute chaos we wouldn't cause a too big of a mess like if we took the balls and put them back wouldn't like knock yeah. anything off the shelves. I don't believe you. I don't yeah, believe I you. Cross cross cross. Too disciplined I for children yes, yeah. right here. Cuz my, my mom would always come out and be like okay. uh-huh. yeah uh, what do you got, Tommy? Uh, I can only remember. So I don't have that many great memories of Toys R Us, like great stories or anything like that. The only thing I can remember was uh, the in terms of video games was going. They had the demo units there for Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, I remember spending like any time I had a chance to get into a Toys R Us, whatever excuse it was. I told my mom, I don't even want to buy stuff. Like, we just go to Toys R Us, just go play Mario sixty four demo yes. there. I remember I we had a. Uh, spring or fall break uh, one year and went with my friend to hang out and like there's a Toys R Us by where we were hanging out on vacation we went there like every single day just to play Mario like 64. an arcade basically like Toys R Us That's instead funny. of that just to play Mario 64 <laughs> and I remember the weird thing they did they had like the the shelves the aisles with the plastic sleeves with the box art in there yeah. and there's like a slip of paper you took yeah. out Which would have the and you had to go it. back to the yeah. back I remember that I never, but I never bought anything. All of my memories of like actually buying and receiving games I, I, I that I can remember and enjoyed actually go to like Best Buy, like getting Ocarina of Time gold cartridge, the collector's edition. That's Best was Buy. That, huh? Was that Best Target Buy? I was like, nice. oh my gosh, this is like that's like the first real like awesome memory I have of like going to get a game, and picking it up. And it being like like me, it wasn't just like my parents bought it ahead of time and just like mm, gave it to you. me. Yeah, like going to the, the store experience was like Best Buy, but yeah, that's all I remember from Toys R Us is like the slips and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was like it's like man, that seems like weird because nowadays everything's in the boxes and stuff. It's just, oh, yeah. it was such a different way to do it. 
Jones, got any memory? Oh, dude, it's, I got billions, man. Oh, let's do it. Toys, yeah. Toys R Us was the first place for me that, that changed my perspective of distance as a child. Like, when we would go to Toys R Us, that was a journey. <laughs> and, like, it was 10 minutes away. You know, it's like, <laughs> but, like, I was so young that it's like, we're going to Toys R Us. Like, Disneyland was 45 minutes away. As far as I was concerned, that was in another state. Like, that was, that was, that was a, you know, an epic, you know, pilgrimage to Disneyland. Yeah. But Toys R Us was like, wow, that's what I can't believe. You'll, let's get in this car and go. Uh, I remember the guy I founded Game Trailers with, uh, Jeff Groats. Uh, he um, uh, had a very affluent childhood. He had, he had parents that were very well off. I remember going into uh, them and, and super, like just perusing the Super Nintendo games and being like, "This looks interesting. I'm buying it." And I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I remember like that whole concept of like, what? <laughs> like just seeing the box art. Because people talk about box art. And it's like, are you yeah. gonna buy a game based on that box art? I witnessed it with my own eyes. I yeah. saw wow. him one time, and I was like. Must be nice. <laughs> uh, getting there at you know nine a.m. when they opened to get the Kenner Star Wars toys in the nineties when they re-released yes. those. Oh yeah, being in that aisle and having the guy come out with the box like, okay, okay, calm, calm down, everybody, and, and the like displays, opening Jones. it up, and I'm like, yeah. Leia, Leia, you got Leia, Leia, yes, you know, and like, oh, there's only two in the box. Like, oh, there you wait, go. what time do they open? Like, you're there at the opening of the opening. Yeah, that's so cool. And I remember Leia in the first wave, Leia, they had like one per box of Leia, Jeez. and so it was just like, and you got one? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I was just oh, obsessed with those. Cool. I think about that was at, you know Disneyland this weekend, and I popped in and saw like the episode you know eight figures and just like oh yeah 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 i'm glad i'm not buying those um and uh uh just there's just something about i mean even like the bike racks was epic you know just something yes. about like just i always <laughs> wanted one dude <laughs> right the the like giant electric cars. power wheels yes I, oh. my whole childhood i wanted never got one yeah, yeah. always those. wanted it never. yeah every time i would just look up at those things like God, <laughs> just oh, just going so by weird. the Lego aisle, like just going by, just seeing how much merchandise was associated with one particular film. You know, if like one thing was coming out, just going like, Hook. here's the Spider-Man section. Yeah, yeah. And you would see like they got the Legos, you got the the tall figures, the posters, the T-shirts with stuff on it. Um, and it's probably not something that a lot of people are talking about because I have a a dangerous sweet tooth. Uh, that I've been working at, you know, uh, filing down over the years, but it's still very prominent. Uh, the the gum and the candy at Toys R Us is not messing around, man. Like you want that great big league chew, they got it. Yeah. You know, you want you want Those just these baby really bottle obscure, pops, they got them. You want yeah. Pez, they got it. You know, not anymore. Uh, but, uh, oh. For me, for just, me, just like delight. Disney Infinity, man, going in the exclusives that they had, and just oh, this is like Lego Dimensions, and just, oh, wait, oh. I'm sorry, what exclusive did? Toys R Us have for they had a power movie. disc thing. I remember there oh, was okay. some set that they had that nobody Very else had, cool. or or they I think they got an exclusive for a couple weeks of of one or two figures. But uh, for me, it was a pretty rare trip to go to Toys R Us. I think because my parents like knew it's dangerous because oh, yeah. like it just fills your you child with want wants. everything. Yes, yeah, everything. it's like too much of a good thing. Uh, just like it's it's hard to explain this time where like you can't Google a video game where your discovery like Jones is kind of talking about your discovery of these games is in this aisle. That's why yeah. I'm shocked you guys hate Blockbuster because going to a Blockbuster when you're young and seeing that box and being like I want to play this five bucks six bucks like you get to play it. you don't have to buy the whole Ooh, game renting games yeah. like, I love that. that. Yeah, I rented sure. so that many magical games. Magical like, absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. So magical. You yeah. did it. You were perfect. Yeah. yeah. But to I me, for me, Blockbuster was out of necessity. Like I'm going to get this because this is the only way I can get that. There's no Netflix. There's no you know yeah. like HBO is not getting these movies for, until forever. And so it's like no, we got to go. I want to go get this game. I want to get that now. Where I could walk into Toys R Us and not buy a thing and walk out and be stoked. You know, just <laughs> yes, really yes. get that vibe. There were definitely yes. there were definitely times where I'm like. 
Yeah, let me just stop it and see what I got. You know? Yeah, like the only time I've ever seen a virtual boy up until game trailers was there, Toys R Us, and it was just so cool to see. Like, oh, that looks so cool. <laughs> There's like a just, hallway that leads you into Toys R Us. Yeah. Like you come to the door and you don't go in. You're like, oh, I go over here and oh, okay, this is the entrance in, and then yeah. like the exit's Wait, way over there. This you know? is, this is like, it's like IKEA for toys. Are, are they like done now? Like, do I have time to go to a Toys R Us? You have time to, to go. Say yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say goodbye. I'm yeah. going. I'm going. <laughs> yep. I really should go back to that that toys that Toys R Us that I went to as a as a as a wee babe. Easy update. Here we come. I was gonna say. Here oh, we come. Here we come. The baby. last trip. What are they gonna do? Sue you? They're out of business. Yeah, they're out of business. What are they gonna do? Oh, the employees will be like senioritis. They'll be like whatever. Yeah. It's like yeah. That'd it's definitely great. not the same. I've been to Toys R Us recently. It's not the same as, as these things that we uh, we are uh, romanticizing maybe now. Maybe I Probably. shouldn't go. But now. yeah, yeah, okay. it's, it's still it's still a cool store. I think it's our transition into a digital culture that's ruining it. But yeah, it's a bummer. We're a big big bummer to lose that. Um. All right. Let's actually. You know what? I thought that would be a really fun. I love one, that. But that was such a bummer. What? Fill your kids with want. Yes. Just <laughs> like. Oh, there's yeah. That's it's so good. Yeah, I don't talk. remember going to. Toys yeah, to walk out of Toys R Us with yeah. your kids being satisfied, no matter how much you bought them, is a challenge. Oh, yeah. They're gonna be mad. All right, this one's fun. Let's do this one. It's never too soon. Uh, dearest allies, thanks for an amazing live show. You're welcome. What do you expect from the next generation of video game consoles? And what are some crazy dreams you may have for them? Thanks for your time, allies. So much love and far too much respect to Mumble Mumbleton. A, I. Yeah. Game, just, I mean. How do you sell that, Jones? You're doing a press yeah, conference? How do you sell AI? It's demos. I mean, you, you have to, it's like VR. You gotta, you have to experience it. Mm-hmm. But uh, Alexa style stuff is gonna get up in there and you're gonna see games. Oh, you're like, right. I, I don't think I'm it's the kind of, I don't yeah. think it's the kind of thing where Nailed like it. the next, you know, Last of Us Part 3 is like, woo, these enemies are super smart now. Games built from the ground up that maybe have like one or two characters in them, but like, like the, the you know, something Sims level where you're like, this is it's terrifying. <laughs> this is kind of creepy, actually. That like this thing. Well, it's like the the game you were talking about. This crazy MMO where you can destroy towns and it yeah, plays for God, you while you're offline and, and stuff yeah. like that. Like like it, it's thinking like that yeah. kind of stuff. We're finally gonna get there. That That's, old E3 Spielberg game that got canceled when you're in the diner with the alien. Yeah, just like something like that. But, but I, what I think so what I think Jones is touching on is really interesting because all of our all of our games are voice acted. Yeah, this potential scary future where there's not even voice actors. It's like all automated speech. They just like know. like you said, like Alexa. That'd, that'd be it. Freaks me out. Why not? Why aren't Dude. they using it in games? Oh, because Alexa's creepy. Every now and then, Alexa does something. You're like, you are. Like, <laughs> like, oh, like uh, the headline where she like, was laughing. And, yeah. and uh, I'm telling you, playing Lone Echo for the first time, which is on Oculus, which is it's not an AI thing, but mm-hmm. like they intentionally spook you in the beginning of that game because you start off and you're a machine, you're a robot, and so you like pop out of the closet that you're stored in, and you, uh, it's the whole game's in zero G, and so you have this astronaut on the other side of the room who's like, oh hey, and she like, kind of waves at you, and then fixes something, and then it pushes over and like moves up to you and like i was like ah you know it's like the future coming right at me yeah, and so it's man. like games are gonna look deep into your soul in the yeah. next gen like you're, you're gonna have characters that are like no no i'm we're having a conversation right now i'm and gonna I, surprise you like i might yeah like, like one thing that's really impressed me about grand theft auto 4 i don't know if five did it i can't remember but i remember failing a mission in four and then trying it again and they had a different conversation five on the way over i was five like what yeah what? yeah, yeah. way unnecessary to like add another possible variable if things can happen I think Red Dead so i'm sharing too, yeah. stories with people and we had different experiences that stuff will start to happen auto- automatically. They won't necessarily have to write that. You know, oh, I like, know. How scary is that? The idea of like thinking a video game character could say anything to you. Yeah. I don't want voice actors to be out of a job, but like potentially having voices that just 
write themselves. Oh, yeah. Know, like I think they'll work for particular kinds of games. working into games. Right. Games that are narrative-focused, like, you, you just can't have that yeah. randomly automated because your story will suck. But, yeah, I can see that absolutely. Something, something like, games, oh, yeah. what's the desert robot? We have your robot friends, and you're running around the desert. And you got your little, you're latching onto things, very platform Recore? heavy. Oh, Recore? Recore! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine a game like Recore where it's not like, oh, I got my little friend, and then I can plug them into these puzzles, and that's it. Like, this, you have just one robot friend, and it is legit personality. Like, you're having discussions with other people, not saying that, like, oh, that one moment, yeah, yeah, I got to that moment, too. Mm-hmm. You're like, the robot did what? And yeah. like, oh, yeah, my thing is a, is a vehicle now that I drive around, and it flies. And you're like, what? You know, like these games that uh, can build upon themselves. Oh, and then the robots will take over and you know and kill us all. But we'll enjoy Star it for a time being. It'll be yes. really great. We'll be smiling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Huber, next gen. Uh, lighting. I love my lighting. Yes. I want lighting to just take it to the next level yet again. Mm-hmm. So every generation obviously improves visually, but uh, you know it's the little things that really draw me in, and lighting is is one of them. Yeah, I don't think lighting. It's it's funny. It's not a little thing. It. If, yeah, you, if yeah. you watch people do it, but it's not Insane. something they sell. You know, nobody's yeah. like, hey, check out the lighting in this yeah. game. You know, and, it was, and it's a huge deal graphically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good argument. The like last that. time I remember anyone even mentioning lighting was like Resident Evil 5. When you're indoors and you come outside to mm-hmm. the bright sunlight, mm-hmm. it like kind of reacts. That's the last time you remember somebody mentioning lighting. Yeah. No, nah, because people you hear people talk about shadows and everything. Like it's still around, but you're right. Like it having it, no. It's just about the 4Ks and the yes. resolutions and it's the like, HDRs. Yeah, yeah. A time that lighting surprised you, I guess you could mm-hmm. say. Is, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Damiani, next gen. Density with detail. Mm-hmm. I want. They're gonna keep making more open world games. Games with larger environments. I want them to be as lush and full of life. Yeah. Like I don't want yeah. I want like models. I don't want just basic textures on the ground. Like I want blades of grass rendered. I want to see them individually blowing mm. with the wind. Like the trees like this like the the leaves rustling in the trees and stuff. Like I want that level Did of like detail. Like The Witcher 3. What? There's a no. like in Witcher 3 you come to a forest pretty early on and it's like just the trees are moving. It's nuts. Damiani, so like, great. he took me back to, like, reading articles about the, what the PS2 will be yeah. like. Yeah. Like, so you're, that's where you're at yeah. right now. Yeah, it's, it's just, like, like imagine so As this. much as I love yeah. the Shadow of the Colossus remake, that forest that Brad and I freak out about, it's so great. Uh, it, it's, just, it's just the lighting. Oh, here you go, lighting mm-hmm. for the, 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 the rays of light coming through the, the foliage in the top, but, like, it's not really moving or anything. It's just kind of, like, it's, like, silent. It's, like still and stiff and stagnant uh i want like weather and stuff to like really affect environments and stuff i mean breath of the wild kind of did because it's it's not as but it's not as like detailed and high resolution as i would like it's it they did the best what they could with the switch like lightning strikes grass that's burning oh it burns it burns away oh it makes wind turn up you do see everything like kind of like blowing around in it like that's nice but like i want to see it like the level of like i want to see like red dead scale stuff looking like uncharted 4 level or better in uncharted 4 looking visuals like with that level of detail in like open world games just because if you go for that immersion factor for me like and i i just want to explore a world like that like i love that like just like walking a few feet it's just like you feel intimidated yeah. you like the like it's hitting me right now and, like, the last time I, like, felt that was, like, the first time I jumped into 3D to play Ocarina of Time. I was, like, just because it was in 3D. I was, like, 
holy crap i have to explore this world and it's in 3d what are you madmen who made this this is gonna be impossible Psychos. like just seeing like the level detail you just like can like you don't even have to look the horizon it's like like look a feet like 20 feet in front of you and there's like there's like a village and stuff and it's like this is like i'm gonna have to go through every shelf and stuff because i want to make it pull, it pull out this book and it has every page written on it if you want to read it and then, like, an NPC walks in, like, hello, Damiani, please don't do that. No, I want it. <laughs> That's the AI thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Merch Jones' is AI and right. stuff, so yeah. they're better than that. Please don't do this. <laughs> but, oh, man, like, I just, I really dream of, like, having that game someday. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's next gen. I love. Probably further next gen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is. Witcher 4. I do believe people are starting to feel the itch for next gen. Where oh, do you yeah. think it is? Starting to. Starting, do, to, starting to tangle. Uh, do you think PS4, 5 and X, ne- next Xbox will be the same year? Do you think they'll be the same month again? Um, and would, do, when do you think, like, what year are we talking about right now? I honestly think 2019 or 2020 latest. I'm with you on 2019. Yeah. Announced 2019, 2019, launch 2020. But both PS5 and next Xbox? I think so, honestly. I think, uh, I think Microsoft saw this generation and is going to want to get out of the gate first. Yeah. And I think Sony knows that too. Mm -hmm. And both systems have been out for a while. Uh, They've had, they've both had their, you know, their pro and their X. So we're past like the, the middle step. I think the the next step obviously is the PS5 and the Xbox, whatever. Yeah. But uh, I think, I think they both could come out at a very similar time. Yeah, it's just it's weird getting the vibes of uh, developers working on cross generation games. Like they're mm-hmm. kind of hinting at that at this point. It's like, oh, it's coming soon. Jones, mm-hmm. what do you think? What what times timeline? Yeah, uh, announcement nineteen, launch twenty, and for both consoles. For both consoles. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And Dominic I think Sony might jump out ahead, but uh... Uh, I'm trying to think of saying something different because I kind of agree with yeah. what they said. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I thought I mean, everybody's going to be like the, 2021. I'm like, nah, I have an interesting take on this. It's most, like, no, we're all kind of the most insane yeah. scenario I could see is this year at, let's say, PSX, end of year. It's a good time because the, the PlayStation reveal was in February, whatever year it was, 2012, whatever that was for PS4. Yeah, it was 2012. So they have PSX now, and it's in December. So like, if they, they wanted it to come out next year, it'd be like PSX this year, big announcement, big secret is here. PS5 is coming in 2019. Mm-hmm. It would be out by the end of 2019. Like, we're talking yeah. like in like November. Like, I'm sorry, uh, February 2013. Announced and launched in 2013. Mm-hmm. PS4. Oh, yeah, because, uh, yeah. sorry, yeah, 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 you're right. Because Wii U was 2012. Just God of War and Last of Us Part Two feel like the finale. For the PS4. Huber, Last of Us Part 2, I think that's cross-platform. You think? Yeah, I think that's going to be on PS5 when the PS5 is out. I think there'll be a remaster, but I think it'll launch first yeah. on PS4 and then like later down the line. Like they did with Last of Us 1. They've never... <laughs> I've I've never I've never heard Sean Layden downplay a game's release date as hard as he did for Last of Us when he I said know. like Look, this game just started. Yeah. Please don't ask us again about yeah. it. And actually, it's crazy we saw more of it at E3 last year. Yeah. So maybe you're right. It's getting some momentum. Maybe yeah. it's a PS4 game. We're gonna only. see gameplay. E3 for sure. We are. It's going down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but just something else AI wise. Two other things I just want to say about AI that, <laughs> yeah, would, please, that I think Jones. would be trippy. Yeah. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, there's a character standing in a place, especially Destiny. It's one of the things I hate about Destiny, where it's just like, this is where I stand. You're like, you don't live anywhere? 
You don't like yeah. get out. You don't like. It'd be nice to come here and like, oh, you're you're gone. Where the, where where's that person? Yeah. And like, they don't look at you. They're just kind of doing their idle animation, and then you walk up, trigger the cutscene. Oh hi, hi Aloy. Yeah, I need you to do this thing for me. Thanks. Cutscene ends. You're not there. I'm not looking at you. I'm not talking to you. I'm doing my little idle animation with my friend here. What if like you finish the mission and then like I go back and turn it in? Cool. And then like I'm going back through that area and she goes by. Oh hi Aloy. Or it's like thanks. You know I'm. I have this now, or like I'm now I've you know have this thing set up in my store, or you know thanks that you've improved my life and this has happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, imagine you go on like a rampage in GTA Six, and then you like go back and like save it, and like cool, and like you're on a mission, you like walk into a bank, and some guy in the bank's like, "Hey, that's that guy ran me over." And the security bank's like, "What?" And you're like, "I'm whoa, I'm doing a mission." No, and it's like, "No, I, I live in the city, damn it!" You you know, you ran over my wife and killed her. And you're like, "What?" Ah! Like, you know, and it's like yeah. the city remembers you, man. Like you, you, you the repercussions oh for what goodness. you're doing. That's fun, you know. Yeah, you create same with the Witcher, man. Same with Witcher. Imagine yeah. like every mission is a friend you made, and so it's like now I'm now that city knows me not because of some rep meter that went up, yeah, but because each individual person that I talk to remembers me and will react to me, and you know. Nailed it, John's doing yeah. ten out of ten. <laughs> He's like, a dreamer, unbelievable. He's a dreamer, unreal. Love it. Let's do hire shoot. this man. We're at the end of the podcast. Let's do a really quick one. I don't know how to code any of this. Don't hire me. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. You're the idea man. Yeah. Happy two year anniversary, Easy Allies. I just wanted to share my favorite moment from the concert on Sunday. Right before the concert began, I stepped into the only stall in the men's restroom. I then hear the door <laughs> to the bathroom open, and two pairs of feet step up to the only two urinals. I quickly discover that it's Brad and Huber from their voices. As far as I can tell, they do not realize they're alone in the bathroom. Huber goes, yo, top 10 bathroom fight scenes. (laughs) True lies has got to be up there. Brad concurs, and so do I, shouting from the stall. I finally got definitive proof that Huber acts like Huber with the cameras off. Yes, thank you, Love and respect, Joe. Wow. What did you hear from the stalls? So I'm like, I'm like, it's gotta be true lies, right? And Brad's like, yeah. And then from out of nowhere in the stall, he's like, true lies, easy. <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, that's good. You're and it's funny one. too because in the fight in True Lies, there's the guy in the stall who's like, what's going on out there? So it's, yeah, life imitating art. That's so great. And now I'm horrible because now I'm just thinking like, this Garvey, what's another grand bathroom? Austin Powers. Uh, it is now time for bets. The new Mission Impossible looks like it has an insane bathroom fight. Does it really? Dude, yeah. That that had a good trailer. We had yeah. a bad yeah, launch yeah, yeah. trailer, and then it had a good second trailer. I actually like that second You trailer. know what the Mission Impossible trailer did that I thought was pretty sweet? Huh. That not a lot of trailers do is silence. They had, like, there's that truck shit trying to be on. Like, oh, I'm going to hit the truck. And then it goes straight quiet for, like, a second. Yeah. And then, bring, bring, brings in the logo. I was like, ooh, that was effective, actually. Like... It's getting there. That could potentially yeah. be too dramatic in a trailer to just. Like, Tom Cruise, he still has it. He still has it. He's Cruise still, yeah, missiles he's... coming for you. <laughs> I told you he never lost it. He never lost a step. Uh, time for bets. Next week's bet: Far Cry Five comes out Tuesday, March twenty seventh. Where will it be on Amazon's bestsellers list? Will it be a huge hit or not? Brandon Jones. Eleven. Not a huge hit is what you're saying. I, nine was my first thought, but okay. I think eleven is still okay. All right. Michael it's a Hewer. huge game. It's a good time to come out. Yeah. Number two. Ooh. Michael Damiani. The seven spot. The seven spot. And again, I agree with Michael Huber. I also mm. say it'll be number two, right behind a PSN gift card. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not that in. 
Uh, let's talk about last week's bet, which was for Kirby Star Allies, which released last Friday. How many eyeballs will be on the back of the box? <laughs> Hard to get this. We uh, we sent out a tweet. What? How many eyeballs will be on the back of the box? Oh my god. We sent out a tweet because I just couldn't find it. I googled it like crazy. Blood was googling it like crazy, and people were like, they had like, here it's a video, and you like kind of enhance the video, but you still can't count the eyeballs. And somebody's like, here's the European back of the back of the box. And so Bloodworth and I cross-referenced the two things. Anyway, Jones, you bet twelve. Ben Hansen bet 14 bloodworth bet 18 i bet 40 bud and i agree there are at least 46 eyeballs on the back of that box <laughs> there are more i think there are more what? we both think there are probably more but i we... need to see this box so here's the thing <laughs> it's called star allies there there's four players in yeah, every yeah. single screenshot oh. and then enemies on top of that yeah and and so yeah, there's just it was it, there's a lot of screenshots. There's a lot of evidence of like, hey, there's four characters and all the time, and so yeah, a lot of eyeballs. Even if you only counted thirty, I mean, there's yeah, yeah, you win. So yeah, that's a big win for me. That brings us to Red Grouse's Red Grouse Six, <laughs> Gorgeous Gorillas Four, <laughs> Golden Vulture Zero. Uh, Golden Vultures, they're still zero. They. they can't get a point. They're going to remain zero until we bring them up again. Uh, Droopy Eagle, five. <laughs> caught up, baby. I'm caught up to you, Jones. Yeah. How many do we have? The four. Four. Yeah. You have five, he has five? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we got a race. Yeah. yeah. Hubert, you would not believe how concerned the comments were for me and Jones. I remember. I remember. Yeah, it won't be a race. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be boring. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Couple we know of, how to bet, couple of baby. professionals. Yes. Uh, before we end the podcast... Hey, Jones, what was your favorite part of this podcast? My favorite? Oh, reminiscing about Toys R Us. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, Michael Hebert, what was your favorite part of this podcast? Uh, Toys R Us, dude. That was hype. Yeah. Got me real nostalgic. Imagining I'm, a little I'm glad baby Hubert running around Toys R Us pissing off his mom. <laughs> it's great. I thought I, like, I thought I like undid the podcast. I thought I like slammed the brakes on the podcast for even like bringing that up. I felt the vibes go down, so I'm glad you say that's your favorite part. Michael Damiani. Thought of Sega coming back and making a racing game. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, my favorite my favorite part is watching Jones dream of AI. I think. Yeah, you see that him, was nuts. You see his eyes light up. Yeah. Yeah. That was passion. Yes, was he's nice. been thinking about it for a while, probably. Like, yeah. when when did you have that moment, Jones? When you were like, you know what, next gen AI. It, when was that moment? I was not a fan of Alexa. Amanda, I think Amanda got it. For, we got it for a Christmas present or something. Uh, her dad is really into tech, so something new comes out. Here's your iPhone. Here's her. You know, he always yeah. like gets her stuff uh, or the I, Apple Watch. Um, and so we got Alexa, and I was like, I don't really need this thing. And I still am, like, okay going over and flipping a light switch on my own or, like, you know, just, like, bringing up my phone and playing a song. I don't need to, like, tell somebody to do it. But it got me thinking, what's the next step? What's the next evolution of this product? And the next evolution is you don't have to ask her a question. She's got it. So, oh, yeah. so you don't say, Alexa, what was Jeff Goldblum's last movie? You go, Alexa. And she's like, I heard you talking about Jeff Goldblum for the last 10 minutes. I'm ready. Oh. You know, I already got that information ready to go, you know. And you're right. You're so it's 100% that. right, yeah. Because everything in life, everything in technology is all about convenience. That's what everybody wants, you know. It's like we don't put our keys in the car anymore. We go, boop, you know. So it's like, every, I just I want it now. I don't want to even lift a finger. And so that's going to be the next spot. Everyone's like, ooh, that's too creepy. I don't want that. Tough. It's how it's coming. You know, it's horror it's, games with that kind of AI. Yeah. Oh if you told God. somebody in the '90s oh. that we were all like walking around with video phones, they'd be like, Ah, that future sounds terrifying. But here we are. So yeah. I think, uh, yeah, across all fronts, AI is going to get get creepy but fun. <laughs> creepy but fun, like Easy Allies. 
You can uh, become a patron of Easy Allies at patreon.com slash easy allies. We do more than just this podcast. We do live streams. We do other podcasts. We do concerts. We do concerts even. We like make songs. Uh, so we do lots of things worth checking out that website, patreon.com slash easy allies. That's how we exist. If you are a listener or viewer of this podcast, you can listen to it or view it two days early if you are a $5 or up patron of the Easy Allies. Um... As the winner of this week's podcast, I get the right and responsibility to share my Twitter handle with the world. I get to promote any Easy Eyes video I'd like to promote. I get the last word on anything I've disagreed with or simply want to reiterate or just thought of in this moment. And I get to sign off with my trademark sign-off. First of all, at Kyle Bossman is the, the Twitter handle you'll want to follow. I'm doing more tweeting. I'm sticking with it. I'm doing mm-hmm. my crunches. Mm-hmm. Uh... The video I would want to promote, selfishly, you know what? I'll go back to back. Box Peak, episode one. I did it. This is a project that's been killing me for months, and I'm making progress, and it feels good. Please check that out if you have not yet. It is basically an animated show uh, using voices of the Easy Allies. And Amanda Troop, Jones' wife, who's just incredible, uh, adds, adds some, like, uh, strength to you know the, the whole project in, a, in an interesting way but yeah it's it's weird it's like an animated paper puppet it's unusual I'm pretty sure you haven't seen anything like this before so it's worth checking out so yeah check that out just uh, YouTube search for box peak you'll find it uh, the thing that peak, I want like peeking at something like peeking inside the box not peak we've peaked you know not honestly the, the I feel like mountain the, peak. I feel like YouTube's smart enough if you type in box P-E-A-K so. it's gonna find it right I hope so yeah but yeah, it is, it's about peeking outside of boxes. So yeah, it is P-E-A-K. Thank you, Jones. Um, I don't know. I think we're all pretty like in agreement this entire podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess what I would want to impart upon the PR team for Tomb- Shadow of the Tomb Raider is uh, pay attention. Pay attention to what works for uh, uh, trailers. Pay attention to what works for the, uh, the Avengers. You know, pay, pay attention to what works for other video game trailers, what gets people excited. Dial in on one thing. Make one thing something that people will be excited about. Uh, just find something that'll spark us off. And my trademark sign-off is, of course, tomorrow is forever all ours. I am enjoying these microtransactions.